Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Guys... That was a pivotal game yesterday for the Chiefs in terms of the history of football. Like, you know how few guys have ever been to four, hosted four straight AFC or championship games and been to three consecutive Super Bowls with a chance to win back-to-back? Mm. Or, or, sorry, two in that span? Almost no one ever. Almost no one ever. You're in, but that's not what happened. They, they squandered an enormous early lead and they are not going to the Super Bowl. And Patrick Mahomes, key Jay, I was impressed by his honesty and his kind of sobriety, how sober he looked at what had just happened. No shame in his game, no nothing. But it seemed to me a very honest evaluation as soon as the game was over. Listen to Mahomes on the play at the end of the half. We just ran a play. Uh, it took four seconds to play before. Um, where I burned it. So I knew that the time um, was low, obviously. I knew we needed to get points. Uh, we called a play that we were trying to get someone over the middle quick. Um, and then I was probably, I was supposed to throw the ball away. Uh, I got greedy. I got a little greedy there and try to give the Tyreek and get a touchdown. They had two people out there. Um, so uh, definitely, I mean, in the long run of things, uh, it looks bad, but uh, I, if we had another chance, I'd, I would have went for another play again. So he admits when that. he's being greedy, key. He admits it up, but he says, "If we could do it again, I'd do that that again." Yeah, I don't know if he'll do that again. <laughs> Doing that again is what got you sent home. I think you kicked the field goal. I think. Look, Patrick Mahomes could have threw the ball out the back of the end zone and got you know a second on the clock, two seconds. They could have you know easily kicked the field goal and went up. It was a bad sequence of plays that carried into the second half. The end of the first half carried into the second half of bad play calling. I don't necessarily know if Patrick Mahomes, and I'd like to hear hear him explain that he knew exactly what was going on because it didn't seem like he did. He tried to call timeout. He tried to call timeout when they had no timeouts. So I don't know if he was – there at that particular moment, you know, you don't you don't try to call timeout when there's no timeouts to call. Key, you know what my biggest takeaway was yesterday after watching uh, Patrick Mahomes down the stretch. First off, it made me appreciate the greatness of Tom Brady even more. There was something about Patrick Mahomes that had seemed off, right and. People have said, hey, Michael Jordan to a degree, and I, I get he's in that rarefied era. He deserves to be. Getting the four straight AFC championship games, uh, it could have been three straight Super Bowls. I mean, all that stuff is just phenomenal, right? And obviously he has his whole career ahead of him. But it just seems like Tom Brady is so surgical. And I remember more times than less down the stretch, 
how surgical he's been in those moments that he just feels like he always comes through when you need him to come through the most. Now, I know in this last situation with the Bucks, it didn't happen that way. But still, you felt like it was going to happen. And I, it just made me appreciate Tom Brady so much more for how surgical he has been throughout the course of his career. What if, what if Patrick Mahomes never, ever, 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 win another Super Bowl? Well, Key, he would be Aaron Rodgers. Because you you do understand that could happen. Yeah, but Key, he'd be ahead of Rodgers because he's been to two. He Rodgers Rogers been to one. Mahomes been to two and won one. Leave it to Max. You'll always find an angle, boy. No doubt. You know what? You know what's crazy? <clears throat> and we're gonna get because Mahomes man. continued to talk, and I was very impressed with the things he said. You know, I, we'll do this. I, I, there's just so much to get into on the Rams. I don't want to get sidetracked on the Rams, but I have a I have some thoughts. On, on, on the Rams, and something you said had me, had me thinking of it. I, but I want to say, the game changed after Mahomes, after they didn't get any points right there, right? Like, Mahomes looked different in the second half. So we had Rex Ryan on talking about momentum, take the points, right? I, we, we could argue, hey, go for the jugular, and, you know, that's momentum, right? But okay, whatever. He did look different in the second half. The Bengals' defense looked different, and so did Mahomes. Here is what Mahomes said about his struggles in the second half, there's a few, just a few misreads here and there. There was guys that were open, um, and I, I didn't hit at the right time, or I didn't, I didn't, I, I passed up on a sudden shorter that I went for something. I wanted to get something deeper down the field. Um, and when you're playing a good team and you don't hit what's there, and you and you try to get, try to get a little bit more than what's what's necessary, uh, you you it kind of bites you in the bites you in the butt, I guess you would say. I mean, it, it's something that. Uh, uh, we were playing so well in the first half. In the second half, uh, we were just off a tick, and that's all it takes to lose a football game. Yeah, that is all it takes. And when you look at Patrick Mahomes in the first half of the game, when he decided to move around, even the nice throw to, to Tyreek Hill in the back of the end zone, he utilized his legs. Then you go into the second half, he decided instead of going forward and picking up yardage, he was going to go backwards and lose yardage so it was a totally different Patrick Mahomes from the first half to the second half. There were open receivers, but it was almost like he was pressing and looking for the big play, something that he was doing when they went on a skid on their losing streak earlier in the year where he was trying to do too much. You know, I hear you, but I think it's the same. Mo- like the whole question with Mahomes is going to be, I saw it with Mahomes, I saw it with Garoppolo too. It's funny because you don't think of those two guys in the same kind of category, but they'll, they're not afraid to try stuff. And a lot of times it works out because as I say, fortune favors the bold, especially if you combine the being bold with some brains, right? Which those guys do. But sometimes it doesn't work out. And when it doesn't, it looks real bad. Think of how many times Mahomes in a big playoff game made an unbelievable play and you go, he also maybe got a little lucky there, right? Mm-hmm. But luck is the residue of design. doesn't always work out for you, though. And with Mahomes, to me, it always seems like throughout his career now, it's going to be that delicate. It's, you know, why is Mahomes Rodgers 2.0? He's Rodgers with a little, you know, ball security and everything, but with a little more gunslinger, a little more farve in him, a little more playground, draw it up in the dirt in him. But that's going to be a balancing act, Jay. He's going to have to do for the rest of his career, right? Like, it, it, right then you could see him looking to make stuff happen, but he admitted afterwards too much in that direction. I understand that Kansas City has lost after they were up 21-3. to I, I get that. 
But like, I'm also not going to take anything away from how hard it is to get the four straight AFC championship games, man. Like, it, it, what we're witnessing is still something that is extremely special. Has it reached the dynasty level because they didn't get to the Super Bowl? Maybe not to that degree, but it's still something special, though, Key. You know, I know we're going to pick it apart. We're going to find out what's wrong. We're going to overanalyze, and we're going to talk about how long their window is actually available for this team to continue to get to the AFC and to dominate that conference. And there's a new, there's a new sheriff in town, and Josh Allen's coming, and Lamar Jackson's there. All these, I get all that. But still, damn, man, four straight AFC championship games. That speaks volumes about where I've seen this is. movie before, though. Whether it was the Buffalo Bills and the K-Gun, or whether it was the Philadelphia Eagles and Donovan McNabb. I've seen the movie before. And I've also seen the window close. So that's why I would say, well, what if Patrick Mahomes never, ever, 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 ever get back to a Super Bowl? There are young guys within the AFC conference that are coming. One, one just passed them. One just is in the Super Bowl right now. They're coming. So – that's my whole thing. I've watched Buffalo go to four straight Super Bowls, not just championship games, four straight Super Bowls, and didn't get a nada. Zilch. You know, all that said, Key, I hear you. It's, it's totally possible that happens. I would say if Mahomes never played another down of football, he'd have a strong case for the Hall of Fame. But I, I, look, look, the fact no. is they're not going to the Super Bowl right now. But I will point out to everyone, and Key, I'm curious about your thought about this. When you had to make the throw, he put it in Tyreek Hill's hands down the field. He did that. Now, Tyreek is good, real good defensive play, punched the ball out. But he did throw the ball all the way down that field and right into Tyreek Hill's hands. What about that? It was a great throw. He, he put it, made a great throw. There's no question about it. Um, but the defensive back made a great play. Bigger receiver, if you had a bigger receiver in that moment, it's something for size. That's why when you know you guys poke fun at me when I'm like, well, certain dudes, I don't give a damn how good they are. There's certain things that smaller guys just can't do. Mm-hmm. And if he had a bigger body type guy right there, he shields him. Maybe it doesn't get punched out. Maybe this, that, and the other, whatever the case may be. Uh, the defensive back made a great play, and Von Bell was right there to get the interception. That's real. I mean, a bit, that was not a 50-50 ball. That was an 80-20 ball. Still couldn't get it done. Maybe a bigger receiver does. All right. Guess who is talking to us now? Adam Schefter, ESPN senior NFL insider. People say, what do you want to do after football? And I'm like, what do you mean after football? There's nothing after football. This is what you know I was born to do, and this is what I enjoy doing more than anything else. Breaking news, Tom Brady is retiring after 22 spectacular seasons in the NFL. It's on the Mount Rushmore of all-time great athletes. Someone who was a six-round draft pick to winning seven Super Bowl rings, the greatest and most accomplished quarterback to play the game of football. Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL insider with us now. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, gentlemen. What's going on? Well, what's up, Shefty? The bit so much is going on, Shefty. But look, and I know Brady can't say yes. He has decided to retire right before he gets his fifteen million. But let me just ask the question anyway: Why did Brady decide? Why does it look like Brady is going to decide that now is the right time to retire from football, Adam? Well, I, I think you heard him talk on his 
Let's Go podcast with Jim Gray last week. I think it was pretty clear there about spending more time with his family, about giving them some of the time that they deserve. He, They've made sacrifices for him, and I feel like it sounds like he feels like he wants to make sacrifices for them. I think that we all go through our own professional and personal journeys, and I, I just think that he feels like it's time to move forward now and go do different things, next challenges, on to the next mountain to go scale and climb, whatever that may be for him. And so, um, look, you know, he, he, as his agent, Don, he said over the weekend, you know, n- nobody can say with complete accuracy what Tom Brady's doing until Tom Brady says it. So he, he wants to say it on his terms, on his time. But he's going to retire. That's what's going to happen. And we'll see when he decides to make that official and do that. Um, but it'll be the end of an era. You're talking about the greatest quarterback in NFL history, arguably the greatest player in NFL history, 22 seasons, 10 Super Bowl appearances, seven Super Bowl rings, every passing record. I mean, incredible, the whole thing. You know, it's, you know there are people that have known Tom Brady, watch him play like they're in I think if you're a 30-year-old Boston sports fan, I mean, that's, that's all you grew up with. That's all you know. And so he's so important to so many people. And uh, obviously it'll be an emotional day when that does come soon. Adam, the Rams went all in to get back to the Super Bowl after they had the quarterback of Jared Goff. And, you know, they went out, traded for Jalen Ramsey a couple years ago. They signed Von Miller. They brought in OBJ. I mean, they – they bring in Stafford, give up everything, push all the chips to the deck, and it paid off to get to the Super Bowl. Do you think this will impact other teams on how they think in consideration to take a similar path moving forward? Um, well, um, listen, I, the Rams did what they did. They, they have a different approach, and they've had all these picks. They just have not been in high rounds, and they've – essentially sent out um, all kinds of picks to all kinds of places for players. And then, you know, if this players lead to get comp picks back, it, it's not the traditional approach that is being used. But you can't argue against the results. I mean, they, they produced during the Super Bowl. And by the way, if you win a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl, and you do it in your stadium, by the way, I don't care how many picks you gave up for how many players, it was worth it, period. I mean, if they stink the next few years, which they won't, but so be it, right? Um, they did what they felt was necessary, and they gave up more picks for the quarterback who they acquired one year ago yesterday. And if we just go back to that, I remember what they were thinking on that was, like, okay, if you're going, you like this guy that much and you're going all in, go all in. What, if, what does it matter if you're giving up two ones or three ones or two ones? In a th- like, if you love that guy, go get him. And that's what they did. And so, I don't know. I think the model will be for other teams. If you have a strong conviction on a player and he costs a lot, go get him. Shefty, what do you think the future of Jimmy G is? Look, I, I, I'm probably in a little bit of a minority. You know, he, I think he's scheduled to make $25 million next year. And um, it's a case where, to me, Unless you know Trey Lance is ready, let me be very clear. They really like Trey Lance, and they think Trey Lance has a chance to be a great quarterback if he goes about his job the right way. But I don't know how he's going to be next year. They don't know how he's going to be next year. 
And so if you got Jimmy G for $25 million, you keep him around. I'm just throwing this out there. I'm not saying this is going to happen. And then he leaves the following year. You get a third-round compensatory draft pick back anyway. So now if you traded Jimmy G this offseason, what do you think you'd get back from a quarterback? Would you, would, would, and we're just talking, would you get a one for him? Would you get a two and a four for him? What do you think Jimmy G would bring in return? And I think that's what you have to see. And is it worth it to get back whatever pick or pick that is? Or do we keep him around? Let him continue to play. Let him continue to be Alex Smith and let Trey Lance grow the way that Patrick Mahomes grew. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, look, everybody, I think everybody thinks they're definitely moving on from him. And I think that that's probably the likely scenario. But I, don't, I think there's another scenario where you just say, you know what, we're not getting what we want. Not the worst thing in the world to roll with a guy that we just got to the NFC Championship game with and continue to bring along Trey Lance at a very slow pace. Hey, Adam, why is that the likely scenario? Because what you just laid out is rational. If they, if they exactly. think that they have a team ready to win now, Trey Lance does well, not appear to be ready to well, take them on a deep playoff run, and Jimmy G just did. By the way, there are a lot of people who thought this scenario – a year ago, never would happen, Max. Okay? Oh, don't believe that Jimmy G is going to be there. Well, why not? Because you just saw what happened. So I, I think those options are on the table for this offseason. And it's up to them to determine what Lance is and his growth, what they see for his prospects this year in 2022. How quickly can he get there? What can you get back from Jimmy G? I think you think of all those things. And then whatever makes the most sense, you go do. Adam Schefter, ESPN senior NFL insider, host of the Adam Shefty podcast. Joining us this morning, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Adam, the Raiders are expected to hire Josh McDaniel. What do you believe led to the ultimate decision to go out and pluck him from the Patriots? Well, I, I think that Josh McDaniels is a guy that has drawn interest on an almost annual basis. And he has been very selective. And um, uh, he has been very selective in the opportunities that have come his way. He's gotten to the altar before, only to walk off. Uh, before he got married in Indianapolis, there have been other teams that have uh, made overtures. And, and I just think that, look, at some point, if you want to be a head coach, you got to go take the plunge. And so you could sit around and wait your whole life and wait for the perfect opportunity or the right spouse. But at some point, you, you, you see a good enough opportunity. It may not be the perfect one in a division with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. But you know what? It's an organization that's got a rich history. It's in a city that loves its team. It's got an owner that wants to win. It's got some things going for it, some good young players. Okay, maybe it's not perfect, but you know what? I'm going to get to go with my good college friend, Dave Ziegler, as the GM. We're going to get to do this together. There's enough there that I believe in. Let's go make it happen. And so you take that job. And, and you know, if you speak to the people in Denver, they were really impressed with Josh McTangles early. Like the players, talk to the players about how they would say he would know things were coming before they happened. He prepared them for games in ways that they didn't. I think Josh, the whole head coaching experience, he lost his job. There was the taping scandal on one. I think he learns a lot from that. And, and by the way, that, that experience started off on a bad note because 
he lost his quarterback before he even got there in Jay Cutler wanting a trade because of some, I, I still don't understand that exactly, but things were said and him and Josh didn't get off on the right foot. And now they got to trade him and now they bring in Kyle Orton and it's just, it's messy. So I, I, I think that Josh learns from that and goes into this job, much more experienced, much smarter about how to handle his business, much smarter about how that job works and what you can and can't do. Because as a coach, I mean, we could look across the league. To me, there are like five elite, elite play callers. And he would be in that group. He just would be. So those guys are hard to find. If you know a guy that knows how to run an offense like that, uh, you want that guy to be a part of your team. Adam, real quick, let me ask you this. Could we start the 2022 season with one black head coach? Well, Key, uh, look, we're, how many hires in? One, two, three, four. Four hires in, right? And yeah. um, we don't have any yet. It's it's not it's not encouraging so far. So, uh, I mean, it's not a good start. That is Adam Schefter, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate it, Adam. Take care, guys. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. People say, what do you want to do after football? And I'm like, what do you mean after football? There's nothing after football. This is what, you know, I was born to do, and this is what I enjoy doing more than anything else. Breaking news, Tom Brady is retiring after 22 spectacular seasons in the NFL. It's on the Mount Rushmore of all-time great athletes. Someone who was a six-round draft pick to winning seven Super Bowl rings, the greatest and most accomplished quarterback to play the game of football. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. And we are joined now by Chris Berman, NFL primetime host on ESPN Plus, of course. Good morning, Mr. Chris Berman. Good morning, guys. Max, J. Will, and Key, long time no see, my man. I thought I left you back at the studio last night. Are you still in there? Did you find your way out of there? (laughs) CB, you guys are great. You guys were awesome last night, by the way. Cheers to that, man. As always. We have fun, you know, considering that we haven't, quote, worked together in a year, Key, and, you know, Booger and he were teammates. It, it's just a blast to do primetime. If you can't enjoy that, of doing it, let alone hopefully you guys, everyone watching it enjoys it after two tight playoff games, and why wouldn't we have them the way, other than the opening round, the way it's gone. Um, we had a lot of fun. Glad you did, too. 
Boom, what what was your initial reaction when you heard from Adam as well as Jeff Darlington that Tom Brady had an impending retirement on its way? Well, I think he, like you, um, reading between the two, I kind of felt it in my gut, and again, he hasn't said it, so let's, you know, go there, but... Um, you know, kind of since the middle of the season, I just, knowing Tom as I do, again, I don't want to overplay how much I'm in contact with him or anything, but I, you know, however this turned out, they either repeated or they didn't. Uh, and I had a feeling this would be it. I mean, he, it's funny. He told me eight years ago, I'm feeling, I'm guessing. I asked him just kind of as a general, he might have been 36, Keith, how long do you want to keep doing this, Tom? You know, this is up in New England quite a while ago. I said, do you want to get to 40? He goes, 40? I want to get to 45. This is like eight, nine years ago. I said, 45? Are you kidding? You know, all I could think of was George Planter, right? So um, I said, no, I can do it, blah, 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 blah. And you brush that aside. Well, August, he'll be 45. Not to say that nobody changes his mind or her mind in eight years. Um, repeat or not. I think this was kind of in the back of his mind, but you know, Tom, he he takes care of the business at hand right now. It's not like, okay, I have a deep-seated plan here in November and the Bucks are sitting as they are. Um, and then two weeks after, however it ends, I'm going to say I'm retiring. Now, I think he'll chew it over again. Um, but I, I mean, 22 years... He threw 800 passes this year, guys, at 44. You want to do that again? I'm not saying he can't, obviously. He's doing it well, he, Boom. He, like, like, you know, he, he led the league in everything. I know. Like, if you add, if you add his, his playoff, you know, the two weeks, almost 6,000 yards, over 800 passes. I saw your, your point, 46 touchdowns, that was the number. Your point is well taken. Like it's not like mm, I don't want to go out as I'm starting to fall a little in my ability. I don't think that enters it at all. But I think at this point, it's he knows what it took to do that, and does he want to do it even one more time? I mean, I think for the first time he's going, yeah, I do want to do it one or two more times. But really, I'm going to throw 800 passes at 45. And gave it a shot to repeat, which, you know, not that he needs more history, but that would have been, well, he's the last one to do it. As you well know, there's only a few that have repeated as quarterback. So um, I, I'm not surprised if this is indeed the way he's going to go, and it, and it certainly sounds that way. He just did some things this year that were almost, as I look back on them, a thank you to to those who have covered him, and that's we're in a small, you know, that group, and just some things that I think he totally appreciated everything, and he may have been looking at it for a final time. Although, again, I repeat, this is not his plan in week eleven. His plan in week eleven was prepare. He's playing in week twelve. Chris, is there a Brady stat or some kind of note that you think best defines his career? Well. One thing that I, well, a stat, and I, I like doing this, is <laughs> I, I added up the playoff and the regular season yards 
and it's 97,000 plus. That's 55 and a half miles passing. All right, so that's before we get to seven Super Bowls, played in 10, played in championship games, two-thirds of his career. Um, I mean, we, we, we all know what he's accomplished and what he stood for. But I think uh, knowing him as I do, and I got to meet him and get to know him and his family pretty early on, you know, in one really, and after that, he stayed as earnest 22 years into the league as he has. That's not a stat, obviously. He stayed as earnest as he was, you know, as a young man coming up. And then, of course, the success that followed didn't knock him off the track. Three Super Bowls in four years. Well, that's pretty good. I'm not some some people wouldn't have been. I'm not saying others would have been satisfied in their mid twenties, but um, and the fact that then they lost those tough Super Bowls to the Giants. Um, he 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 approached it at at 44 the way he approached it at 22. From what I can tell, obviously I'm not at practice and inside the building, and I think that's as laudable as any of the statistics. Do you guys follow me on that? Absolutely. 100%. No magic bullet. It's just the same formula, just working, focused. Boom. What do you take away from this weekend's games? Well, you know, we go right on key, as you know. You know, right after the NFC. Sometimes you don't. The second game, you don't. Okay put it a big bow around it or think. So it, it, it falls off the Brady discussion. So now we have a playoffs, uh, excuse me, a Super Bowl, without, all right, you're going to name the top five quarterbacks in football. Tom, I mean, I'm not, this is not really a debate. I'm just throwing it out there. Tom, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and just put Russell Wilson in there. I'm just, I'm just doing it on lifetime, right? Five. Well, none of them are playing in the Super Bowl. Now, what's the very next group? Well, wouldn't Stafford and Joe Burrow be at the head of it? I mean, even if you allow me that they're the next group, um, aren't they at the head of that class? And there's room for more than four or five quarterbacks to win a Super Bowl. Do you, you agree with it? I mean, I, I kind of we, – we talked about each of those guys individually, how Burrow has changed the culture of the Bengals, which is not easy to do. Um, I mean, he's not alone. And now Matthew Stafford, given a chance that wasn't the Lions, I'm sure Detroit's thrilled with this. They should be. He never complained. He tried his best there. Um, they're six seven, unless you want to put them higher. Am I? And that's good. That's refreshing a little way, isn't it? So I take that on the quarterbacks more than anything else. You can go into the into the the, the four teams, and and no excuses in the Rams case. As you pointed, you Booger pointed out last night, and I'm sure you, you know, Max, you, Jay, Will, you guys have talked about it. You know, the big names actually did deliver for the Rams after losing six in a row. The Niners, not an excuse. I think in retrospect, the Niners and the way they have to play, and that they, well, they had over 20 against Dallas, but they didn't get to 20. The other two, they ran out of gas a little at the end. That's not an excuse. It's not a. It, it, so that's kind of a a broad brush observation the other one i mean the bengals speak for itself and by the way both quarterbacks one came back from 10 one came back from 18 what what still has befuddled me and i know the chiefs very well as you know key i i didn't recognize that team at all for the second time against cincinnati three points in the second half both games i i just and they won the other 11 
I really don't obviously give the Bengals a ton of credit. I mean, the Chiefs are at the five. They go in, they're up by four. McPherson can't even kick a 60-yard field goal. So how they got three points and how Patrick played one of his worst halves of football, how much of it is Bengals, how much of it is, I don't know. That's the thing I woke up today going, I don't know. I can't put my finger on that. Can you? It's a, that's a tough one. I, we had some theories going into the game, and we're going to be getting into them throughout the week, I'm sure. Great Chris Berman, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Boom. I'll see you next January. Yeah, have a good year, Key. All right? <laughs> you know, always, always good having a cup of coffee with you guys. <laughs> always. Pleasure. Yeah. All right. See you. Have a, have a, have a, it's still not too late to say Happy New Year, and let me be the first to wish you a happy Groundhog's Day. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. You think about this team, the makeup of, right? They've got guys with no egos. They just want to win football games. And that's a testament to really Sean McVay and Les Snead putting things together. They pushed all their chips to the table. We've seen in professional sports dream teams put together and never cash in. Well, it looks like they're going to cash in. Keyshawn, Jay Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. Key, Jay, Adam Schefter, ESPN senior NFL insider, was just with us. You, know, you don't know nothing while about ago. this, Max. What's up? You don't know nothing about this music, man. What? Who are you? Okay. Who sings um, this, Max? I can't tell you offhand. What? Yeah. I can't what? even really hear Listen it. Listen to the voice. Right? You got to turn Listen it up. Listen to the voice. Hold on, I'm turning it up. Dude, Max is playing games, man. Max, come on, Max. man. Seriously? Max. I'm, t- I'm just telling you, I can't, I can't tell you the name of the song offhand. She played the halftime show of one of Tom Brady's Super Bowls. Something happened with Justin Timberlake. Very famous Greatest, Super Bowl greatest family of entertainment in the world. You're saying, oh, 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 Janet. Yes. What are you doing? Because I got to, it's like football, man. You're like, hey, so-and-so. I'm like, there are too many names to keep track no, of. But how no. you not going to know Janet, though? I know oh, Janet. Oh, God. Go ahead. You could have seen his face here in I was studio. Like, I was like, he oh, wait, stuck. now I heard he was like, it. Well, the problem was in the beginning, I had the music down low. I just turned it up in my earpiece. Yeah, right. I, I, I watched the doc on her this weekend yeah. on A&E Lifetime. You got to check it out. Uh-oh. She, is she 18 months shy of falling off the cliff? What? Jeez, what? man. I won't go uh, near uh, that one. Uh, 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 hmm. All right, Max, your Janet point? was dead. Bing, bing, bong. Yeah. bing bong. Yeah. Janet was dead. Woo! Yeah. Man, Jermaine <laughs> Dupree, man, what's wrong with you? What? Uh, 
All right. Janet dancing around in the pleasure principle in that fresh loft she was dancing around. Remember that? All right. So this is what Adam Schefter said on this very program not long ago. This was, was this in the last hour? It was, I think. What the 49ers should do with Jimmy G. It's a case where, unless you know Trey Lance is ready, let me be very clear, they really like Trey Lance, and they think Trey Lance has a chance to be a great quarterback if he goes about his job the right way. But I don't know how he's going to be next year. They don't know how he's going to be next year. And so if you got Jimmy G for $25 million, you keep him around, I'm just throwing this out there, I'm not telling you this is going to happen, and then he leaves the following year, you get a third-round compensatory draft pick back anyway. So now if you traded Jimmy G this offseason, what do you think you'd get back from a quarterback? Would you, would, would, and we're just talking, would you get a one for him? Would you get a two and a four for him? What do you think Jimmy G would bring in return? And I think that's what you have to see. And is it worth it to get back whatever pick or pick that is, or do we keep him around, let him continue to play, let him continue to be Alex Smith, and let Trey Lance grow the way that Patrick Mahomes grew? I mean, the, dude, they went to a Super Bowl, came a throw away from winning it. They went to the NFC Championship game. It came down to the wire. Aaron Donald, the greatest who ever did it, made a play. Like, okay, fine, there are better things than Jimmy G, but if you ain't got it and Trey Lance isn't ready, I don't even understand, Key, why they would think about moving on. Well, you know, the, the, the why you're moving on is because you're tying up $25 million in a quarterback that you traded up to get another quarterback that – you may have hoped was ahead of schedule, but I don't know that you run away from Jimmy G this year. You just know what you have. Mm -hmm. You know you have a guy who can get some things done. You just hope that one more year, if you keep him one more year, is something that he learned from from a year ago. He gets better at certain things that he wasn't good at, and he stays healthy. And then if he walks out the door as an undrafted free agent, I mean, he walks out the door as a free agent, you get a third-round compensation pick uh, for him. Jay, am I, am what, I crazy? Didn't he, didn't, he just, didn't he just outplay Aaron Rodgers down the stretch of a champion, of a playoff yeah, game? Yeah, I wouldn't really call that outplay, Max. Come on now. He did outplay him. Yeah, yeah, he ain't really call it outplay. Yes, I do. He outplayed Rodgers. Jimmy threw about five interceptions. He played better than Rodgers down the stretch in that game. Key, what do you think the max is you can get for Jimmy G? If you're the 49ers. Man, you're a starving team. Somebody give you a two for him. A two or three. They're not giving you no one for him. If you're the Pittsburgh Steelers. Could, oh, my God. Jimmy G on the Steelers next year? They're, they're right back they're in right it. They're right back in it, right? Right, Key? Like, you know, we, yeah. We, like, yeah. That, that's a team where I see Tomlin. I see what he's been able to overachieve this year with Ben. I see the pieces that they have on the defensive side of the ball. They could buy some time with him. Yes, you could. While you look for like the next iteration of what's coming next. While you buy some time, you might win the Super Bowl. Like I'm not, like well, there aren't that. Tough, I'm just saying. Last three seasons, Jimmy G has been farther in the playoffs and has won more playoff games than almost anyone in football. He did not win the whole thing, but he's at, cool. The problem is, what do we see at the end of the game? That's yeah, the problem. Yeah, yeah. He, for three quarters, he, yes. But then at the end of the games, it's just like he just is something about him that isn't Matthew Stafford. Matthew no Stafford doubt. throughout yeah, the course sure. of the game, Matthew Stafford may look like he's going to get a game away. Then all of a sudden, that fourth quarter comes, he turns into yeah. a different player. And here's the thing. Where's the opposite? Key, and this is, this is for you. Mina Kimes made the point the other day 
that, well, he's kind of along for the ride, you know? And I get that. And then in the end, he chokes it away. So, like, what do you have him for? But this is what I'll say. I don't, like, I don't know how many quarterbacks you can give Shanahan who will be available that will be along for as long a ride. He seems to be doing, he doesn't throw any touchdown passes. He seems to be doing a lot right to advance in the playoffs every time he has the opportunity. Advance deep in the playoffs. Like, I, tell me someone else who can take over right now who can bridge the gap between now and, and whatever Trey Lance's best is going to be, right, or, or when he's ready. I don't know who that is if not Jimmy uh, G. And 25 is cheap nowadays. Yeah, 25 million is cheap, but mm-hmm. along the ride guys are cool until they want to stop at the liquor store and get something <laughs> to drink while they're driving, and then all of a sudden they get pulled over by the cops and you don't have them no more. And that, 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 that's what Jimmy G is. He's a good guy until he stops at the liquor store. Yeah, he, he probably shouldn't have stopped at the liquor store, although uh, Aaron Donald to get you drunk fast. <laughs> like number 99 comes at you. Here, you take it. I don't want it anymore. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I don't want any part of that, dude. Yeah. And I, mean, by, yeah. I was going to say the question is, too, for Kyle Shanahan, like how, how secure with your job do you feel? Oh, he's secure. You talking about Shanahan? You think he's good yeah, regardless, Shanahan, good, man. He's straight. He, for how long? I mean, he just signed an extension. I understand, but like, what are expectations for Kyle Shanahan? Yeah, he's fine. He's been to he's been to two AFC championship, NFC championship games. He's been uh, teams been banged up. Super Bowl. He continues to win since he took over. I mean, he's fine. He's been to Super Bowl. He's fine. They they like him. They like John Lynch. They're not going nowhere. And what he did was he pushed his chips to the middle of the table for the future. McVeigh pushed his chips to the middle of the table for, for now. right Understood. now. Ooh, well, I, you know, I said earlier, greatest weekend of NFL football. I really meant the last two weekends. Two weekends ago was unbelievable. This last weekend was also, there are fewer games, right? But unbelievable. The last half dozen playoff games, divisional round and the conference championships were amazing. What will this Super Bowl bring? See you guys tomorrow. Sean J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. We're back tomorrow morning. Greeny next. Burp. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.